All right, welcome uh, to this Faith Builders Church live stream. Uh, we're going to continue tonight with part two of Righteous Living is a choice. It's, it's a moment-by-moment -moment choice. It's a day-by-day -day choice. It's a month-by-month -month choice. It's a lifetime choice. And what we have to realize is we have to continue to choose th to be the perfect righteousness of Christ Jesus, which means whatever we're dealing with in the natural, we have the ability to overcome and overpower that when we choose what the Word of God has to say about that circumstance. Too often we just get caught up in the moment, we get caught up in the circumstance, and, and things go from, from bad to worse, and we find ourselves settling for something far less, uh, when in truth God has already made a way where there seems to be no way. God has already overcome everything and has already completed everything, and He did it through Christ for you so that you could be the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation in Him, and behold, everything becomes new. Everything. Everything I put my hands to prospers, right? My body is aligned with health. You know, my, my relationships with, with close friends and the body of Christ is strong. And, you know, I've dealt with issues of doubt and fear and anger and frustration. And on and on this list goes. I, I no longer operate based on what I see. I now operate based on the fact that I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. And I choose to address the circumstances in my life from a place where there's nothing missing or broken. And where there is something missing or broken, I'm not going back to the devil to get anything because everything he is involved in, everything that he has, comes from a place of deception and lack and limitations. But everything that, that I go to God for, and I, I, I say, God, I need you to restore these finances or this relationship or whatever in my life, he's going to not only restore that, but he's going to actually cause it to overflow. He's a God of abundance. And last week, we talked about the law of reciprocity, right? You take the little thing, and you sow that little thing into something, and that little thing turns into a hundredfold, a hundred times what you've sowed. But if you're not careful, you even get in the habit of just doing things with the wrong mindset where you're not getting up and thinking about, you know, that you're the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus and therefore you're not making righteous choices, right? You're becoming self-righteous, you're becoming worldly, which says, well, there's only so much to go around. Well, bad things happen to good people. Well, you know, I, I, I'm just going to have to settle for this in my life. No, it's time for us as the body of Christ to take the Word of God seriously and use it as the weapon that it is, which is, you know, the sword of the Spirit and, and all the things that come with that, and really begin to do what God's called us to do. You have been restored through Christ to the image and likeness of God in which Adam and Eve were created from. The problem is, is that we've been conditioned in our minds to think about limitations, and it doesn't mean that you don't go out and do everything you can do. You know, the, the idea that you're just going to depend on God to do everything for you is not what I'm talking about. I need to do my best. 
knowing that my best is, is quite frankly, not good enough, no matter what. And the moment I say it's good enough, I'm becoming self-righteous and not the righteousness of God in Christ. So faith without works is, is dead, right? So I got to take my faith and I got to take works and, and, and I got to know that even in my faith and in my works, I'm falling short of the glory of God and I need the grace of God in my life, right, to take care of everything else. That's righteous thinking, that's righteous living, and that's choosing righteousness, not settling for the way things are. Jesus said, and we said this in the first sermon, and we're going to continue to say this, Jesus said, I came that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly. More abundantly than what? Well, more abundantly than even you at your best, even your most abundant day, even the day where, where everything failed. No, he still came that, that you might have life and that you might have it more abundantly on your worst day, your best day, and every, every day in between. He wants to take you from glory to glory. He wants you to continue to choose the righteousness of Christ in your life, which is the supernatural power for you to achieve and overcome all the obstacles you'll ever face. But every obstacle you're facing requires you to make the disciplined choice to choose righteousness in that situation, which comes with the answer you're looking for. Let's read in John chapter 15, verse 18 through 21. It says, If the world hates you, remember that it hated me first. Hallelujah. If you're being hated, praise the Lord, you're in good company because God's there with you. The world will love you as one of its own if you belonged to it. Now, when it's talking about the world, it's talking about the system of the world. The Babylonian system where there's not enough to go around and buy little, little as you can and, for, and sell for as high as you can. That's the world, right? Contribute the least amount to your, your marriage, so, but expect you know, something great from her and, and vice versa. And you, you, you understand where I'm coming from. It says, I choose you to come out of the world so the world or its system is contrary or hates that, hates what God has done for you, hates the righteousness because the, the worldly system organized by the deception of Satan recognizes that it has no power or influence over the person that will choose the righteous state. It says, do not, do you not remember what I told you? A slave is not greater than the master. Since they persecuted me, naturally they will persecute you. And if they had listened to me, right? This, this, is, this is Jesus talking. If they listened to Jesus, they would listen to you. They will do all this to you because of me, for they have rejected the one who sent me. Now, listen, Jesus was sent by God. Jesus was God, you know, in flesh, and he lived a perfect life. He was tempted in everything and yet did not sin. He became the, the ultimate blood sacrifice at Calvary. He, he went to hell and he led capti uh, hell captivity and, and led people out of hell. Uh, through the gospel he reappeared to his disciples and i mean this thing is just perpetuated the whole way 
but he's not only done all those things and also ascended to heaven and was seated at the right hand of the Father. The seated part of that is he's at rest in the work he's accomplished for you. And he also, in addition to being seated with God, he sent the Holy Spirit to come and live on the inside of you. Now you're the temple of the Holy Spirit. Praise the Lord. The greatest force that has ever been known lives and abides inside of you. And yet we act like we don't have power. We have the Word. We have Jesus and His sacrifice. We have the redemption of sin. We, we have access to healing in our bodies. And, and this list goes on and on and on and on. And yet we allow the circumstances too often to grab our attention. That's all focused on lack. It's all focused on deception. It's all focused on the things that Satan has and his system rather than the systems of God that says, hey, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. No weapon formed against me can prosper. Praise the Lord. Anything that's been taken from me, hallelujah, I receive more than enough from God. You see, that is righteous thinking. And that's righteous behavior. And again, I'm not talking about self-righteousness. I'm talking about the righteousness through Christ. And you know what? The world is going to literally hate and oppose and fight against you to prevent you from really getting the big aha. Goes, whoa, wait a second. I did the thing that pastor told me to do. And man, I applied it to that situation. And I didn't know exactly what God was going to do or not going to do. But I trusted in him and I knew he would do it. And I, I knew that he would deliver me and praise the Lord. Look what the Lord has done. You'll never get to that place. I'm telling you by the Spirit of God, you'll never get there if you don't choose righteousness in the midst of, 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 of everything going on in your world. And if you get away from that righteous thinking, righteous choosing, and you kind of take a break from all that, and you just kind of go back to your mediocre self because things are good again. Praise the Lord, I got a little money in my pocket, got a girl or a guy on my arm, and you know everything just seems to be working well. Listen, you don't stop righteous living just because life is good. No, you pursue, you go further, you stretch your tent stakes, you take more territory, because the more territory you're going to take the more influence you're going to have on everybody you come in contact with and trust me you ain't got nothing in and of yourself that's going to contribute to the good of anyone anywhere at any time as hard as the world is going to fight against you and as hard as the world fought against christ and because you're in that same vein as christ and you received all that from him Trust me, man, the world's going to fight hard with its limited thinking, with the you did this and she said that and this and that and the other. And then pretty soon two people even in the same church can't even sit next to each other. Pretty soon, you know, hey, I don't believe in what the, what's going on over there. And all, all this dissension, all this limiting belief begins to rise up in that person and the place that God planted them is no longer good enough for them and they choose something else because of the circumstances or because they didn't get their own way or, or whatever. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable to see how people choose a worldly system, limited, cursed, uh, deceived, uh, focused entirely on loss and lack and, and nothing that's going to sustain you. 
I'll tell you, in ministry, I've gone through some tough times. And in life, I've gone through some tough times. And listen, I don't have the answers in and of myself. But I do possess in the choice of righteous living that I have or possess the mind of Christ. It goes beyond my comprehension. It goes beyond my limited understanding. I need God to have the wisdom and understanding to address the situation. I don't know what to do, but I know you do. And I choose righteousness right now. I activate in my own life, right here, right now, the mind of Christ. And I'm not going to let go. I'm not going to give in. I'm not going to settle for the way things are any longer. I'm going to fight the good fight of faith. Faith is the substance of things I hope for and the evidence of things I cannot see. That's righteous living. That's right. That's choosing righteousness right there. And I, when I'm talking like this, I'm not talking from a place of, well, maybe it won't. No, I got to deal with maybe it won't because that's what's causing the problem. I'm not as focused on the problems of my life. I want to focus on the cause of those problems. And I want to deal with that cause. And where there is doubt and where there is frustration and where there is anger and where there is division and where there is all these kinds of things, listen, I'm not here to blame anybody. The Bible says I need to love my neighbor as I love myself. Love the Lord my God with all my heart, right? So I can't get into infighting with people, with circumstances, with government, with limited resources cursed in every possible way every moment i choose something less than i am not choosing righteousness in my life and so we've we've got to grab a hold of this truth we've got to live as if it's true and we got to quit blaming covid and quit blaming this and that and the other listen jesus overcame the world the whole thing even, even though we deal with COVID, even though we deal with financial crises, even though we deal with wars and we deal with all this stuff, those are not God's will, okay? God's will is that we come together in unity in one accord, we build the kingdom of God, and we allow God to have influence not only in our own little lives, but in every life that's out there. That's the gospel of the good news of Jesus Christ. But until the remnant, the small group of us right now can grab a hold of the Word of God and choose righteousness, we're not going to see the supernatural happen. We're not going to see the miracles and the signs and the wonders because we continue to choose something less than perfect, less than whole, less than, I mean, abundant, less than overflowing. We just want to get through the next day. Praise the Lord, that's no way to live. That's not the reason that Christ came and died. He came and died not only so you could die and go to heaven, praise the Lord, but he came that you would have an incredible life right here. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Thy will be done. Righteousness be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is the key to living in the kingdom of God, the supernatural power of God, where the word of God is no longer something I just read. It's no longer logos. It's rhema. It's alive. It's powerful. And it's changing everything everywhere every time I choose righteousness. Hallelujah. I tell you, I'm preaching a whole lot better than you guys are commenting down on that feed. Hallelujah. Can I get an amen? Can I get something here? Because this is life-changing, uh, 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 not information, life-changing 
God-inspired, I mean, meaning and purpose at a whole nother level. It says, you know what? There's no reason that my church should ever have to go without a resource. God has planted in me this righteous state and I can go out and do everything that God's called me to do. And the more I choose righteousness, the more I can have in my life, more giftings, talents, money, health, uh, relationships. I mean, you name it. And listen, I could, I could be the catalyst for change in my church. That's how every, every believer in this this sanctuary and this church anybody watching out there that's the mindset and it's like man that's right there's no limits there 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 there's there's the curse no longer has influence in me jesus paid the price for that man i'm i'm i'm, I'm abundant you know dominion power authority abundance was given to adam and eve and now i i have access to that through the choices of righteous living in my life hallelujah hallelujah and so this goes on. So let me, let me read in 1 John 2, 15-7. It says, Do not love this world nor the things it offers you. It's not only talking about stuff that the world's offering you that's just bad in, in nature, and you know that, but it's also talking about what this world has to offer you. The world it, as its systems is offering you, which is robbing you, robbing you of the benefits of God. Okay? For when you love the world, or the system of the world, right? You do not have the love of the Father in you. Well, who sent Jesus? The Father did, right? Who, who sent the Holy Spirit? The Father did. And so He has empowered you in every possible way to say, don't, don't, do, don't love like the world loves, don't. Don't, don't become self-righteous. Don't, don't go that way. Don't think limiting thoughts and, and don't limit what I can do in your life. No, that, all that's gone. Just choose righteousness. It's already available to you. For the world offers only a craving for physical pleasure, a craving for everything we see. Hallelujah. I, I hope you're grabbing a hold of some of that. I'm going to recap in a second. And pride in our achievements and possessions. But the world offers, rewind, the world offers a craving for physical pleasure. So when things go wrong, then you can get instant pleasure by just, well, you know, that's just the way that thing is. And, you know, gosh, you know, it just didn't happen the way I thought it would. And so you can kind of get that monkey off your back and then you can start rebuilding your life again through, you know, your own efforts. It's also talking about physical pleasure and, and lust and a million other things, but it's also talking about I can get this monkey off my back, not really have to believe the way God wants me to believe, not employ righteousness in my life right now where nothing's missing and nothing broken. Trust me, there's, there's comfort or pleasure in that in and of itself. A craving for everything we, what, see. We're not getting into faith now. We're, 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 we're into what I see. And the pleasure is, well, you know, they're smarter than I am. They're bigger than I am. They're more educated than I am. You know, and, and there's pleasure. Trust me, it takes the weight of the world off your shoulders that I can become the victim here. I can just become, you know, something less than. And, you know, I'm not good enough. And, and all that crazy nonsense based on what you're seeing. And again, 
choosing righteousness in that situation would be, I don't go based on what I see. Praise the Lord. I have faith to believe and receive the things that are not seen and bring those into my life through my faith, right? Pride in our achievements and possessions. Listen, uh, you can become self-righteous and say, look at all, all the goodies I got. And I promise you, I've seen wealthy people lose it all, end up in bankruptcy and worse. It's not about what you got in your hand today. One thing that's guaranteed in this life, and that is change. And you could be on top of the world today, and I mean gone the next. I've seen uh, people who have all the wealth in the world, they get sick. And there isn't any amount of the money that they have that can get them out of their, their physical uh, uh, problem in their body. So don't, don't get focused on those kinds of things. These are not from the Father, but are from the world. The physical pleasure, right? The craving and things that you see, and the achievements and possessions. It says in verse 17, And this world, or this system, is fading away along with everything that people crave. But anyone who does what pleases God's will will live forever. Your righteousness is going to get you to heaven. Nothing else. There's nothing else that's going to get you there. If if, If you're not the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation in Him, you're not going to enter into the kingdom of God. And so you've got to get that settled in your mind that says, you know what, as much as God paid the price for that, the abundance of, of me being forgiven of my, all my sins and becoming the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, he also wants to do everything else. It's a complete package where he has given you everything when you choose to live a righteous life. Now's your opportunity to receive Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Now's your time where you get to choose righteousness even right now. Some of you need to come back to Christ. Some of you got to get this you know, stuff that you're dealing with under the blood of Jesus again, and you got to start moving forward with righteous living, choosing it even right now. So let's go ahead and say this prayer together. I want you to pray it and mean it with all your heart. Say, Dear Heavenly Father, I come to you in Jesus' name. I ask you to forgive me of all my sins. I make you the Lord of my life. I thank you for making me the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, a brand new creation in Him. Holy Spirit, come live inside of me. I pray this in Jesus' mighty name. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. If you received Christ, came back to Christ, recommitted to your righteous standing with Christ, uh, please post that in the feed down below. Don't be ashamed. There's other ways to connect to the church in the feed down below as well. And I just want to thank you for tuning in. I want to invite you physically to church. Hallelujah. We're having outdoor services for those who want to stay outside. We're maintaining two services, both at 9 and 1030. So we have plenty of room to space out. We are opening the altars for uh, laying on of hands as well. We have hand sanitizers to keep our hands sanitized as we lay hands. We wear masks for your protection as well. Everyone at the altar wears masks. So, boy, I tell you, the world needs a touch from God. And we are here as Faith Builders Church to do that. I want to invite you to church. Uh, Time to come back to the physical building. Hallelujah. And uh, Pastor Barb will have an incredible message prepared just for you. 
Until uh, next week, God bless you all. Hope to see you all on Sunday and continue to choose righteous living.